Hello there and welcome back to another episode of the Real Reality Radio Podcast. I'm your host Prince and today we are up close and personal with Kobe Lomax. Kobe is the founder and CEO of Arden Candle, the CEO of Curly Hair, university student and so many more. Kobe, welcome to the Her Podcast. Is it cold in Virginia yet? How is it going down there? Kobe, welcome to the show. It's like not cold enough to snow on some most days. So it's just like cold, windy rain, you know? Um, so yeah, it's been kind of nasty out lately, but um, otherwise, pretty good. Perfect. For me personally, I love the rain. Because I'm from a very tropical place, and I actually want to move back to another tropical area. Um, have you you guys ever got, gotten snow? Yeah, we got snow um, a couple of days ago, and then also some uh, last week. Um, so yeah, it's like it teeter totters between like being cold enough to snow and then not. So it's like snow rain, snow rain. Um, oh. But yeah, for the most part, it's just like cold and rainy. Okay, well that's that's fine. That's that's good to work with. So, um, Kobe, I came um, I came in contact with your uh, your Instagram via your your YouTube channel. So I was looking for some curly hair tutorials, some tips, and how to manage my hair because it was breaking a little bit. And I went to YouTube and I saw this guy, and it seems as if it was a very interesting video. So I started watching. Normally, I. I'm very impatient. I usually, well, I'm learning to get over that. Mm-hmm. I never usually watch a video till the end, but for some reason, your video stuck with me, and I watch it through the end. And when you almost wrapped up your video, you mentioned that you have um, an Instagram and that we should follow you and all that. So I went to your Instagram, and that's when I realized that you're actually an entrepreneur, which was very inspiring and very interesting to me because I, I, this guy looks like. Maybe sixteen, <laughs> but, but and then I realized you're you've been doing your business since you were like fifteen. So, do you want to tell me a little bit more about being a business owner and how long you started your business? Well, you started at fifteen. So, how has it been since then? Um, it has been great uh, since then, but definitely there's been a long a long journey. Um, so basically, I can tell you a little bit about like the beginnings. So basically, um, growing up, my parents were entrepreneurs. Um, they owned a company called Lomax Trucking that wow, um, where they hauled materials. So like, for example, if you um, if you like see a construction site, right? And like, there's like just a bunch of wood and like concrete and like a bunch of stuff there. Like that stuff had to get there. So that's what they did. They transported like dirt, concrete, mulch, wood, all those kind of materials from one place to a construction site and that was their business and it was really a, a really really successful business but um in 2007 2008 when the economy crashed um the business kind of went under i always say we kind of went from living the american dream to the american nightmare and like oh our no life, our <laughs> life our life changed completely but um yeah, but bro. growing up you know watching my parents like run their own business uh, you know, when people would ask in school, what do you want to be when you grow up? I would always say I want to be the boss, you know, because like that's just what my parents did. So yeah, I always knew I wanted to like do my own thing. And then when I was 15, I uh, went to high school. I was a freshman in high school and I went to the academy at my high school. So in Virginia Beach, 
all the high schools have a, an academy. So like there's a legal studies academy, there's a health studies academy, there's a performing wow. arts academy, there's an engineering academy, there's a math and science academy, there's a uh, every high school here has its own like program. Um, and so I went to uh, the Governor STEM Academy at Lansdowne High School and I was in there for engineering and math. I'm sorry, engineering and marketing. I hated engineering, but the marketing part I really loved. And wow. freshman year, you have to take a class called Intro to Entrepreneurship. So um, you take that class and you basically like learn how to start a business. So that following summer, I was just like, well, I just learned, you know, kind of how to do this in class. And like, I, I know this is what I want to do. So like, I might as well, you know, do it now. Like, what am I waiting for? You know, so I um, started looking up on Google, like business ideas for teenagers, business ideas for high school. Like, <laughs> I was just trying to find something because I didn't want to like I had friends who were like mowing lawns or like walking uh, dogs or babysitting. A lot of people were babysitting. I didn't want to do that. Um, so I just kept looking, kept searching online. And I came across candle making and it seemed really interesting. So. I was like, hey, mom, dad, I want to start a candle business. My mom thought I was crazy, but my dad was like really <laughs> excited about it. So they told me if I put together a business plan, they would give me the money I needed. So I did that. My dad gave me 200 bucks and that was how it started. Uh, wow. It was, really, it was really a hobby um, in high school. Um, you know, I wasn't really treating like a business sort of how I am now. Um, it was really just kind of a hobby that was, you know, making me a little extra change on the side. Um, yeah. And then once I got to college, um, the headliner of a freshman in college running a business like took off in my area. So like I was on the cover of a magazine. I was in the news. Oh, what? What? Yeah, it, was, it was crazy. It was really wild. It was a wild time. Wow. And, uh, so yeah. So then it kind of really like exploded for a little period of time. But then after all that hype died down, like so did the sales and stuff. You know. So I was I went through a couple of years of just like in and out of it. You know, like do I want to do this? Do I not? Like. One minute I'm like excited about it, the yeah. next minute I'm like, I want to give up, you know. Like it was very much like it was very crazy. It was like I was in and out and in and out. You sound so grown. And then look, I have experienced, I feel like you sound so grown. I feel like I've experienced two lives in one. But no, so yeah, I was just in and out of it, in and out of it. And then finally last year, 2020, I just decided, like, okay, I'm just gonna I was frustrated with myself because in 2019 I was of everything but not getting anywhere with anything you know like i was in mm -hmm. everything i was doing everything and i felt so cool because i had a lot going on but i wasn't really getting anywhere you know so in yeah. 2020 i was like okay i'm choosing like just a couple things like i'll give myself three things and then everything else i'm cutting it off so um i decided to stick with youtube the candle business and then school and i cut everything else out so i called you know i called uh, got in touch with all my the like clubs and organizations that I was in. I was like, hey, sorry, I'm not gonna be able to participate this year. Um, I had a part time job, ended up quitting that. Like, I just like cut everything else off and just, right. just focus, you know? Because you and have then, an entrepreneurship mindset from the get go because of your parents. And yeah, I can see that I actually had like the same mindset too because like my parents were entrepreneurs. But my like I grew up in uh, Jamaica, so it was basically everything was if it's not farming um, in my in the country areas, if it's not farming, it's like tourism. So my parents like my dad was a farmer. My mm -hmm. mom, she was. Yeah, my mom was also a farmer. She does other little stuff on the side, too. And um, my dad was also a herbal doctor. So it was pretty in it was pretty um, 
all business operate all business operated type of thing yeah. um but for me i know for a fact that my dad wanted me to do tourism for some reason because it was like the booming industry and he was like you're gonna work with tourists you're gonna work and said the same thing happened i went to school and i did my degree and i did tourism of course and then i moved here after that and then mm, things started to change and shift to a different i did many different career paths here but now i can say i'm an entrepreneur i just started my own business this week nice <laughs> congrats Thank you so much. And I must say that you are one of the people on Instagram that inspires so much of us. Whether you're younger than us or older than us, it doesn't even matter. Like just watching your posts and all that, mm-hmm. it gives me the drive to just go on. I'm like, if this little guy, I call you the little guy. I said, if yeah, this yeah. little guy can do it, I can do it too. But you know what? Wow. I always tell you that I have a friend with your same, the same birthday and he was the same thing. Like he, he started college very young too. And, um, he took a lot of courses at once and I'm like, how do you do that? I'm like, I'm not trying to do that. Cause that's like, um, that's like academic suicide, Yeah, <laughs> but he, he knew what he was doing. And this guy ended up finished college. He finished college before me. Cause I was just like taking my course, like, you know, like five, six while he was taking like 10. Wow. And, um, hearing your story about your school it seems as if your school was like a mini college because you it's broken down into different faculties based on what you're saying. Um, I'm not sure if this this is how it is in the, in America or is this in Virginia Beach, but it just sounds so much more fun to me. It sounds like you were already in college while you were in high school. So I think that's a good idea. Was it like a private institution or a public? No, it's public. So Virginia Beach, this is a, a big part of the reason why I was born here. Uh, Virginia Beach has one of the like best school systems in America. Like my wow. school, my school was ranked. My high school that I went to was ranked number six in the country. Um, so like it that's crazy. It's definitely not like an America thing, but it's a Virginia Beach thing where all the schools have their own programs. You know, so um, great. So yeah, so. Uh, that was a big part of the reason why my parents moved here because my parents are both from New York. um, And basically they moved here because when I was born, my brother was five. He was about to start um, preschool and uh, they didn't want us going to New York public schools. Um, Of course not. So (laughs) they, so they, they chose Virginia beach because the school system's really, really great here. And um, so, yeah, so that's why I ended up being born in Virginia beach and my sister. I think you're a better person. I think you're a better. I'm not saying anything, but I'm just saying I think you you are the person you are today because of the fact that you were born in Virginia Beach and you grew up in Virginia Beach. Yeah, that my perception, a big part of it. Pardon? I said that definitely plays a big role. Yeah, it <laughs> does. Sure. I feel like New York people are so rude, and <laughs> it's just not like a. I feel like it's not really a good place to um to grow your, raise oh, well, your kids. Yeah, yeah. My thing is, when when it comes to, like, the southern part of America, I've always wanted to visit. I always wanted to, like, dive into the American culture. But it was never my dream to live in America. But all my friends and our relatives wanted to move there. But for some reason, half of my relatives moved here. And then I came here after. And I think it's it's a good idea that they did that. Because at least I can travel to America. But I don't want to live. But I would definitely like to visit, visit Virginia Beach. Because I have friends there. I have um a few relatives here and there and stuff like that. Yeah. 
So I think it's a good idea that you're you're doing your business there and you're still able to travel to New York even though you weren't born there. But I want to ask you though, um, why do you choose to do candles as opposed to um, like a skincare business or anything else? I know that there's some levels of like math included in that, like the farm. How does it work? Tell me a little bit more about making candles and why you chose to do that as opposed to something else. Well, so the reason I chose to do candles in the beginning initially was just because it just seemed cool. You know, like remember I was telling you, I was doing the Google search and, and I came across candles. It seemed pretty fun. And, you know, I was like, yeah, this is cool. Now, the reason I stuck with candles is for a couple couple of reasons. One, um, I found that um, a lot of I found that there's I found a gap in the market. One, I like candles. OK, that's that's like the first part. But I think it's a pretty essential part. To running a business right so like what you know your product um but the other thing too is uh i found a, a gap in the market where well two gaps in the market actually one of them being a lot of um people have this frustration of like okay i bought this candle from so and so place and i light and it smells good but then i light it and i can't even smell it you know and, <laughs> i have i have those sim- i have similar experiences yeah honestly and, and there's so much frustration i've dealt with that i know before and a lot of you know people deal with that same problem so i knew i could solve that problem what my candles you can smell them without even lighting them you know so i'm smelling the the cinnamon toast crunch right now as we speak it's right on my desk and i keep smelling it yeah. without lighting it yes yeah so um yeah so so that was a gap in the market a problem that i could solve you know so that's that's one part of the reason. And then the other thing too is um there's no newness, no innovation, no excitement in the candle industry. Um I definitely think there are people who are starting to maybe like dip their foot in the water with, you know, being creative. a lot actually. Uh well in the candle space, you know, but um that you know, you have the a lot of this is the dynamic in the industry. You have the giants, right? The Bath and Body Works, the Yankee Candle. And they, there's no yep. innovation, no creation there. They've just been doing the same things. They know that it works, so they just keep doing it. But because of that, there's nothing new. And then you have us, all of us little guys who, you know, are just doing it as a hobby. And they're creating cool new things. But it never really gets, it doesn't really go that big because, like I said, they're just people who just started making candles as a hobby. And then they like it and they start selling it. They don't really, they're not, they aren't really like entrepreneurs. Like, no, I shouldn't say they're not entrepreneurs. But they don't think like entrepreneurs, you know? Because, right. Like, this is a hobby that can pay my bills. Great. I'm going to keep doing it, you know? So for me, I see this as, this as an opportunity to really make a big space and a big name for art and candle in the industry because I have this creative, such a creative mind. I always have new ideas, always creating new things. Then the other thing is I, like, have the business mindset as well as, like, mentors and stuff who can really help me take this newness and really disrupt the industry. So, uh, so yeah. So that keeps it exciting for me too. Um, Great, and you're doing something that you love, right? So, yeah, yeah. What you say? Um, thank you so much, Toby. And you're doing something you love. So basically, um, like when you're working on something you love, it seems as if you're not even working, even though it's a lot of work because you love doing it. But, um. So I know the global pandemic affects everyone across the globe, um, more so a lot of Americans, more than any, anyone else in North America and um, close to it. So with that being said, I just want to ask you, Kobe, um, did you have to do any you had to do anything differently 
because of the pandemic, both um, both personally and with your business, with everything going online. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it, so it definitely helped a lot um, because more people are shopping online, more people are open to shopping online now. You know, so that definitely helped out a lot. Um, in terms of um, in the beginning of the pandemic, it really shook my business up because, you know, I had a free, a free like basically lab that I made my candles at, at and stuff at my university. Um, but then the university shut down. So I had to move everything to my garage. And for a minute, I was in my garage and in my bedroom, like back wow. and forth. Like I was making candles in my garage, shipping them in my bedroom. My bed was like literally, my wow. room was literally like a bed. And then there was like boxes. Yeah, I seen your house the other day. Like it was, <laughs> it was really wild. And so, um, that really shook things up in the beginning. Then I ended up getting the office and now I'm outgrowing that. So now I'm looking to get a warehouse. Um, but yeah, it's, it definitely shook things up in the beginning. And then also too, just like putting more procedures and stuff in place, like, you know, to just to be as clean as possible, you know, like that. that yeah, kind of, um, absolutely. Switched up things a little bit. Um, but yeah, so those are like the main ways. It was just like me losing my initial space and like having to like figure out like, whoa, what am I going to do? You know? And then, yeah, just doing like being more mindful than normal of like, what's the most sanitary way to do this, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Cause you're working with a smaller space and you're working from home and it's not just like you live there and you're just working from another room. Like you have to take in consideration your family and all that too. Mm -hmm. So I know for sure it can be an asshole. And I've seen you the other day and you made it work. Like I seen you on your mom, you know, making it work. Mm -hmm. Penny also helping out. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> It's, it seems as if it's a lot of it's a lot of work and it's a lot of fun. I personally bought two candles from you and I love the candles and they're doing great. I'm trying my very best to not burn my fruit loop too much <laughs> because I don't want it to go so fast because yeah. at the same time I don't want to burn my cinnamon toast <laughs> I just don't want to do anything to it. I just want to have it like for a little souvenir, smell it. But every time I smell, I feel like I want cereal, so I end up making cereal. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you're doing a great job with those candles for sure. Um, do you have any plans to expand your business to maybe like different parts of the state or even over here in Canada, so I don't have to pay that much for <laughs> shipping? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So there's definitely tons of things, tons of moving parts um, right now in terms of expanding, but it's going very like very quick. So, um. Yeah, so uh, one of the aspects that are, we're looking into now is Amazon, um, because with Amazon, we might be able to open up international shipping because Amazon will fulfill them, right? So I can yeah. send a bunch of candles to Amazon. Amazon will ship them, right? And so that way that opens up so much more you know, opportunity and I don't have to deal with customs and the, all the craziness that is... Yeah. shipping out of the country so so that's one thing um another thing is uh getting a warehouse getting part-time employees you know like all that stuff that also talking to a manufacturer right now who can help us produce like higher volume like you know so we can make and sell more candles um so that's something in like the growth plan right now um new creating i'm literally working on the march launch there's going to be a new candle in march there can't uh, wait April launch this going which is going to be mother's day it's going to come out late 
April so so that people can get their stuff by Mother's Day. And then the May launch, which is going to be Father's Day, which comes in June, um, and the summer collection. So I'm working like four collections all at one time. It's definitely wow. a lot. <laughs> but I'm actually so excited because even though I know you don't have a warehouse over here yet, and I know that you're not shipping to me anytime soon, um, because if like you know certain situations, um, I have a way to get my candles from you, which I think is amazing. Oh. I have um, tons of friends in the States. Yeah. Um, I have friends that live closer to New York, which is closer to, to me. So I you, I have plans to like, you know, let them buy it and send it to me directly. Because mm-hmm. um, that's the only way I think I'll be able to like get more. Um, I also have like a bunch of friends here that we're planning to like, you know, buy in bulk mm-hmm. and have them ship to my friend's house and then they ship it to us. And then that way it can be easier for us and also be easier for you as well. So I'm, I'm all for it. I can't wait for all the collections. Um, I'm going to have like a wall shrine set up <laughs> here. Believe it or not. Like I, I have, I love candles. Yeah. And the worst thing about buying candles is buying candles that you cannot even yeah. smell. And there's two plus side to your business, to your candles, because number one, you can smell them. It does it. It does the job. And number two, we can have cereal from those bowls after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's amazing. Um, so do you wish is there something you wish you knew before starting your business? <laughs> There's so much. Um, but honestly, I feel like, you know, I kind of feel like I learned everything that I've learned to this far, like when I was supposed to learn it, you know? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I I mean, I guess, uh, gee, there's so much, like I've learned so much. Uh, I think maybe one of the things that I wish I would have, which I feel like I kind of knew, but I just didn't fully conceptualize. And I wish I had a grip on it because I could have got gone a lot further, a lot sooner was, um, to not like to ask for help you know like wow you're so independent (laughs) you're so i'm the same way too i don't blame you i don't blame you because when you get things done by yourself you feel more accomplished well and not even that but like even like too like i feel like i used to always feel like like there might be something i don't know or i don't like i don't know how to do it or i'm i need to figure it out and i mean personally i would feel like it's not even a thing of like i want to do it myself but like for me i wouldn't Mm -hmm. i wouldn't let myself ask for help because i would feel like i don't want to put this burden on you like i'm the one who started this yeah it's not your responsibility that to help me so i just i'll figure it out and you know and then i'll spend hours or make expensive mistakes that literally i could have (laughs) solved if i literally would have just asked somebody who i know knows about it you know and then the other thing too that i didn't hadn't realized was because i went through this like phase where i was you know i had these like you know millionaires multi-millionaires and sometimes billionaires like too like um want it like tell me like if you ever need anything let me know you know like like for example the founder of edible arrangements i met him and i have his phone number you know or like the president of subway you know like like yeah, a lot of like really cool, really powerful, Great. and like a lot of them tell me like, if you ever need anything, let me know. But I would just mm-hmm. always feel like, well, if you help me out, there's no way I can repay you. You know, like, 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 yeah, you know. And it's like what I found out is they don't need money. 
they have enough. You know, like they don't. Need I to know. For them, it's them being able to. You know, this is their way of giving back. You know, and it just, that's great the feeling of like, wow, I helped this guy. Especially when when somebody yeah. helps you and, or gives you advice, and you actually do something about it, and then come back to them and say, "Hey, I tried it. This is what happened." You know, that is like one of the most greatest feelings for them. That it is. is. Like, that's totally worth any time they spent with you, any advice they gave you, like, it makes it so, so worth it. And, like, understanding that now, I, I ask for help every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, Great. But I wish, if I would have knew that sooner, I would have, man, I could have gotten so much farther, so much faster. I know, but you know what? They said, um, we live and yep. we learn. And it's, it's actually one of the most rewarding feeling when you help somebody out and they actually come back and say, hey, I try finger coiling my hair today mm-hmm. and it works <laughs> or something yeah. of this sort. It, it, it does make you feel like, yeah, you're helping out and you're doing something. I was listening to I was watching either your Instagram live or a story the other day. And you were saying that about sometime you go to like the grocery store and you see somebody just randomly thought in your head, like, I hope they mm-hmm. get home safe. And, and I feel the same way too. Like, you know, simple thing as like, open a door for somebody like you know what helping somebody to something you feel you feel great yeah. like i like yeah. to give yes. um i like to give not so much to receive but you know what i'll give away mm-hmm. everything yeah it's so one of my it's I one of my secrets to success i always say you just keep giving even if it's not like it doesn't have to be a material thing it can really be a thought like yep you know i hope something good happens for you today you know like literally you don't even have to say yeah. to them but just send that thought to them and like it yeah yeah i'm telling you like as, if you keep doing that this stuff just keeps happening for you it's crazy even as much as just randomly messaging a friend that you never i've spoken to in a while because you know and you said have a good day or something it makes you feel good you know sometimes you need to do that and also with everything going on in the world right now man it's just like if you can help somebody out by just giving a word of encouragement yeah it works and it 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 does wonders mm-hmm. yeah i i realize you like reading books and stuff like that um i wanted to know like what book have you been reading lately and how you remain so positive in a time like this colby oh boy um so one of the so out well i'll do the books first so there's a couple books one of them is one of my favorites is the seven spiritual laws of success that's actually where i learned the whole thing about like giving even if it's not anything material like so seven spiritual laws of success by deepak chopra is a really good one also right now i'm reading i'm going back and forth between these two books so one of them is called let go to grow and it's by doug and polly white um so basically doug and polly white are the owners of the building that my office is in so they own that building and they um they like talk to me all the time and they talk to everybody who's like in that building like you know they they used to do small business consulting they just have a ton of experience so they wrote a book talking about how do you take like a business where it's a one-man show and then make it turn it into a small business and then turn it into a medium business and then turn it into a big business and like they they just talk you through that whole process and it's like it's really good so um let go to grow by doug and polly white is what i'm reading right now and the other one i'm reading right now is blowing my way to the top by jen atkin and basically she um she is the founder of way the hair products like o-u-a-i way and um yeah i heard of it before that's her brand she um 
and she just talks about her career and like tips on how she made it to you know where she is today you know styling celebrities hair and creating this you know extremely successful hair care brand and all that kind of stuff so that's a really good really good book um that i'm reading too and then two of my other like just favorites that i really like is um it's all in your head by russ and then also the alchemist wow the alchemist is really good like if you've ne- if you like have a dream or something that you want to achieve in your life like everybody needs mm-hmm. to listen to the alchemist like get the audiobook it's on youtube too for free and just listen to it Oh, I'm definitely gonna take a look at that. I'm definitely it gonna take a look at so, that. Like it will just turn it will just like turn your like motivation to a five hundred, you know? Wow. I need yeah, that. It's actually. so good. <laughs> and then your other question. So how do you mean so positive? Oh, oh, <laughs> I'm just yeah, waiting no, for no, that. Sorry. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you say so positive? Um honestly, I, I just like I don't know. I just try to like, well, one thing I always, I always tell my friends is like, I'm, I always, the thing I fight the hardest for is like peace, like my peace, you know, like I will like let things go that, you know, make me, you know, not feel good. I will, um, yeah, I will, you know, like I just try so hard to stay in a good place. If I'm feeling like down or whatever, like I will turn on motivational mm-hmm. stuff or like, you know, listen to, you know, uh, people who just, you know, tell you like good things or like, I don't know, just like, I just try really hard to, uh, to con- consistently feed myself good stuff and also to not let in bad stuff. You know, i I'm quick to tell somebody if they're watching the news around me, I'm putting my headphones in or I'm the king turn that off. Like, can we listen to something else? You know, like, because yeah, yeah I'm like that too. In, like, if you let that stuff in, it's going to affect you in some way, you know? And so I'm like very like serious about what comes in, you know what I'm saying? Um, so that's, yeah. that's one thing. It's just like guarding your ears, your eyes, you know, just like, like yeah. literally choosing what comes in and what does it, you know? So, um, so that's, a, that's a big part of it too. And then um, uh, the other thing is like gratitude. It's just like being like grateful for, you know, literally anything you know like literally there's any there's an endless amount of things to be grateful for and just acknowledging them even though it feels like sometimes it feels stupid or it feels like okay i don't feel any different because i just said you know i'm grateful that my eyes can see you know like but it like over time like it really does like it just makes you feel like good you know like it does because there there are people out there who can't see or hear anything and they wish they could they could, but now that you have the privilege to do so, I think you need to be thankful. I need to be thankful. Everybody needs to be thankful. If you woke up this Literally. morning, Literally. you need to be grateful. There's so many people across the world that wish they th- their brother woke up today, their sister, yeah. their mom woke up today. Like, I personally wish my parents mm-hmm. were alive today. There's so many people with parents, not me. So I'm grateful to yeah. be around, you know? So I get exactly yes. what you're saying. Don't feed in yeah, too much in negative because then lock it will consume it you. Sometimes it's hard because sometimes yeah. you want to, like, sometimes you crave the negative stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes, like, if it is true. arguing, like, you want to listen, you know? <laughs> like, or, you know? Like, you do. <laughs> I know. It's hard. It's hard <laughs> it to, is like, true. You know, the negative stuff. Um, but it, like, it, when you do it, it just, like, it just makes it like so worth it. And then the other thing too is like that I think I find a lot of people don't do is like checking in on yourself, 
you know and this is why like a lot of people say yep. like journal and like for me personally i just kind of felt always weird about journaling until i found this journal it's called the full focus journal so there's a company called the full focus planner but then they made a journal and the journal like basically every day you write down the date and you say what happened yesterday and you just write down what happened yesterday then it says um hold on let me actually look at it because it's really good and i noticed whenever i stop doing this i i kind of feel off you know and so i'm like yeah i gotta keep doing it because it's been a part of yeah, your yeah. life and now. so it says um so what happened yesterday so you write down what happened yesterday then it's what were your biggest wins right so a lot of times we don't acknowledge what we did you know we're always looking forward at what's next True. and we don't even take a look to be like wow i really did that you know like i remember one time that was like yep, just a dream yep. and now like i did it you know so they asked you what were your biggest wins from the past day what lessons did you learn um so that's a good one and then it also and then next it asks what am i thankful for right now and that's where i do my gratitude you know and then how am i feeling right now i think that's the question that a lot of people don't ask themselves and they just kind of go go through the motions and like kind of sweep it under the rug you know but if you know if you understand how you feel you can fix it you know if you don't you can so it's yeah. asked, how are you you, you cannot fix yourself if you don't know how you're feeling. Of yeah, course. like there have been some days where I'm like, I just really don't feel good today. Like I just, I woke up and I just feel like, like cruddy, like, you know, like I, you know, like, I don't know, just how you just say how you feel. Now you can be like, wow, so why do I feel like that? Okay, let me go look up some motivation yeah. for if I'm feeling sad or, you know, positive affirmations. Yeah, you like, have to acknowledge it. You have to first acknowledge that you're feeling yeah. a certain type of way. And then you need to get out of it. So you have to yeah. find ways to get out of the negative mindset that you're in. So I, I understand yeah. 100%. And I mean, for me personally, since everything started, so much changes um, I've made in my life. And um, for me, in order for me to make those mm -hmm. changes, I had to get up out of bed and go get stuff done. Because you're not, if I work from home, sometimes I'm not working. If you lay in that bed, you're never going to accomplish anything. Mm -hmm. And if you, that's the same thing with laying in this, in the mindset. Oh, I know I'm feeling negative today, but if I fall asleep, no, get yeah, up no. and find something to change the mindset yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. And it brings me back to what happened on January 6th. I'm not a person to speak politics or anything, mm -hmm. but I was watching your story on that day. And I was like saying to myself, I feel the exact same how this guy is feeling. Cause you were saying um, about like, there's so much negative stuff going on in the news and on social media right now. And it's it's like you didn't really want to talk about mm -hmm. it. But then you also just wanted to make sure that people understand that, you know, it's happening, but you're not trying to feed that into your mindset. Right. You're not trying to feed that into your yep. life. But you acknowledge that it's happening. Yep. And I said, this is a great way to put it because that's how I feel, too. I turn on my TV. It was on CNN. And I saw all the stuff that was happening. And I'm like, you know what? They're neighbors to us. Anything happened at any point. But let me just block this mm -hmm. out. Let me just turn on YouTube. Let me find something better to do with my yeah. life. And I did that. And then I watch your story and I'm like, somebody else is doing the same yeah. thing. Yeah, no, it's very important. And I feel like a lot, a lot of people don't, they don't like protect your eyes and your ears. You know, it's like it, anything that comes in is going to affect you some way. You know, whether it's you can't see, unsee what you saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, seriously. So it can be hard to unsee some things that you see and then the last thing too that i do a lot is i talk to myself like all the time like i'm like well, i'm walking yeah. and not and just like talking to yourself 
I, literally, I wrote this, I just posted a story about this this morning, but like learning how to be a friend to yourself, you know, like if you really sit, sit there and like assess how you're, how you're talking to yourself, how you're treating yourself, would you ever do that to a friend? For a lot of people, no, it's not. So why wow. are you letting yourself do that to you? Like, you don't wow. even like yourself, you know? And so it's like, wow. you have to unlearn, you know, some things that you might be doing to yourself, saying to yourself, think thoughts that you might be thinking about yourself, and then act like, okay, if I was, if this was my best friend, what would I think about them? What would I say to them? How would I help them through this? Whatever it is. And like learning how to be a friend to yourself. It's like, so like it, it all of a sudden makes, it just makes you feel great. And it just makes you feel like if nobody else got me, I got me, you know? Yeah, of you know? course. And so, yeah, those are just like, this is so powerful to me because it is so powerful to me, Kobe, because I've lost so many friends. Um, I just had to like, you know, give up my friendship because I wasn't, I wasn't being treated mm -hmm. right. And I've treated people so well. Like I, if, um, and if anyone listening right now that feels like I um I mistreat them, please come forward so we can talk yeah. about it. Because what I'm saying is that I said to myself, I wonder if these people actually think about the fact that if they were treated that way. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how would you? Why would you treat somebody differently yeah. than how you would want it to be? You want to be treated, and how would you treat somebody a certain type of way that you would never treat yourself? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is just so, it's just so crazy to look at because, like, if you cut me, I bleed the same red blood as you. Right. So <laughs> why don't we just treat each other as the same per as, you know, like yeah. human well, beings? Well, so you know something interesting that I, that gave me so much power. So remember on that live, one day I, we were, I was on Bronze Marley's live and I was telling him, like, you know, I yeah. just kind of got through a situation and it was just kind of really like, yeah, I tough. remember. You know, I, you know, I, I, I went through that same, those same thoughts. Like, why would, like, do you even know how you made me feel? Like I did nothing wrong to you. I just tried to do the best I could. I, you know, I tried to, like, I literally yeah. tried my best, and then I get this treatment. Like, you know, and I, I was sitting here like, how do I, like, how do, how, why, first of all, how, you don't, you're not even thinking about the, like, how you like treated me at all. But what I found out, and this gave me so much power, uh, is, um, so sometimes people they have there's holes in their life that you fill perfectly you know there's gaps somewhere maybe you know there is love in their life that they weren't getting from some some area in their life that they really maybe from their parents maybe from an ex yeah. maybe from a friend maybe from somewhere else and you fill that hole maybe your love or your friendship or your yeah filling that gap but they don't want all the responsibility of really committing to being a friend or really committing to any anything else they don't want all the responsibility of other, but yeah feeling this hole that they have been has been empty for who knows how long and they've been craving that hole to be filled and so sometimes it's like I, it completely passes their mind how they're treating you because you are like literally so yeah for this one this one reason and that just gave me so much power because then it's like okay i'm not the problem you're the one that has the problem you know and it's like this is nothing personal it's not about me 
nothing, nothing, you know. Yeah. You know, it just gave me so much. And when power, you feel that way, you can like, all, always forgive okay, them. This was, ha- you're not thinking like, okay, you're treating me this way or I'm feeling this way. It's like, you're really going through something. And I was the, the band-aid for you it, for this moment. Yeah. Listen, you put it so perfectly. Yeah. You said it so perfectly. You know, it's so true. And I'm so happy that you were able to like bring that forward today because honestly, it's crazy because somebody has said the same thing the other day. I don't know if you know this guy. Um, he's on Instagram. His name is MJ, but his real name is Malcolm Harris. I'll 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 get, I'll send you his detail no, um I, after. I, maybe so if basically, I see you, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He's a YouTuber too. Michael was raped at the age of six. Not not Michael. <laughs> MJ was raped at the age of six, oh, wow. okay? And MJ is 35. Mm-hmm. Is it is it six? No, no, no. I, maybe I think it's I think he was it was he was 14. Yes. He was 14, but he's um the guy that raped him got raped at six. Yeah, something yeah. to that effect. But anyhow, um MJ is uh-huh. 35 now and he's a successful successful entrepreneur. And he's doing very well for himself. But what he's saying is that he's not able to, like, you know, keep a relationship. Nothing is going right for him when it comes to, like, having, um, like, you know, good connections mm-hmm. in his relationship. And he feels like the ha- this has something to do with um, what's happening to him now. Like, what happened in the past has something to do with now. And he thought that he would just try to confront the guy that raped him how many years ago. Um on the phone so he went to his mom's house and had a conversation with Mm -hmm. him over the phone and that's when he realized that this guy Mm -hmm. that raped him was raped when he was super super young and he probably didn't have like the family his family support and you know the love of his parents and all of that so sometimes people do stuff to you just because they don't know any better like this happened to them and they weren't thought to do but mm-hmm. it's, it's just a lot it's a lot yeah. to deal with and i feel like what after the conversation with the, the phone conversation that they had i could see where um mj felt like you know like things is gonna change like you can see on his face like a sigh of relief yeah. like things are gonna get better for him because he, he actually went and um get, get like closure mm-hmm. however you want to say it he just like wanted some closure. He just wanted to um, right. confront the guy and say, you know, what you did was wrong and all that. And I feel like he's feeling better because his lives are looking better and everything looks great for him. So it's funny you said that people treat you how they were treated in the past because they don't mm-hmm. know yeah. any better. Yeah. So um, speaking of treating um, stuff, I just want to touch on your... Um, is um skincare and hair care because I know you're big on that. Um, so have you worked with any brands recently? And what brand are you planning to work with in the future? Um, skincare brand. So well, so so skincare is not really as big of the like like my main thing is hair, you know. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that for sure because you're the CEO of Curly <laughs> No, but I love that part of your video. By the way, it's actually my oh, favorite wow. part. No. It is, and when you when you when you use the um, I don't know what you do, 
but you use the app to make like follow me, like make yeah. your face look crazy yeah. <laughs> no but um but yeah so i did a i did a um collab uh it was last year november um with natural um and that was really really cool really fun i got really creative with the with the instagram video that i did and then on the youtube video um it was pretty it was a pretty good um video they were really cool to work with um and their products are amazing especially their shampoo like that's the only shampoo i use now like i literally I, it literally is wow. so crazy because i have so much so many and i just keep grabbing that one i literally bought some more because i'm just so obsessed with it it's like the best shampoo i've ever like literally if i um when i whenever the time comes that i make my own hair care line i'm gonna be like i'm gonna be like can't wait a shampoo like this because it's literally just so good but um but yeah so that was a really cool one and then um i have a a one coming up with um curology so yeah yeah so i've been using curology for how many like probably three months now and i really like it a lot so so yes i have one coming up with them and then i also um might have one potentially come something coming up i don't know if it's going to be a youtube video but something coming up with um this toothpaste brand called boca um and basically yeah i've heard of boca before that's the only thing i put on my teeth like literally i will i will use the last drop in the bottle on the tube I you cut the toothpaste because too. I'm like I I'm waiting on some more. I ordered some more, but I'm waiting on it to get here. But I'm like I'm not putting any other toothpaste on my teeth. So I'm like waiting on on the new ones to come. So in the meantime, I had to cut the bottle open. But yeah, it's so good. No, this no, no. So well, black. I'm, like, I'm, I'm running out, and I'm like I really don't want to. And I don't think they sell it in stores yet. And I really like after using Boca, like I don't want to use anything else ever again. <laughs> Because it's just so, like literally, so this oh is a crazy story that happened gosh. from using the Boca toothpaste. So in my back, my back yeah. um, left side of my mouth, the, my bottom teeth, there's always problems back there because like mm-hmm. there's like gaps back there. Ever since I like lost my retainers, like my teeth kind of spread out, but my oh, the no. back teeth are um, like there's gaps in there. And so stuff gets stuck in there all the time. So that's always been a problem. Between your wisdom, no, my tooth? wisdom teeth are out, but like the the teeth that is, comes before your wisdom tooth. And oh, the that one last one. That. Yeah, like yeah, those last. What's like it. the last three? Like the gaps in between them. Um, there's always problems back there. Like literally every time they're like, "All right, we gotta watch that area. All right, we gotta watch that." You know, like there's always problems back there. But um, I've been. Is it a big gap uh, though? Oh, I can't really see it because I mean, if I really try to look back there, I can. But. No, when you like feel it with your tongue, oh, can no. your like tongue go no, no, between no, no. it no. with ease? Yeah, no. Cause I have one of that too. Like I lost one of my two um when I was like very young and not really so mm-hmm. young, but like in my teen in the same area. But now for some reason, it's like every without like braces, everything just come back together. Like it just came so close yeah. as if nothing was yeah, there. Yeah, I used to have braces and that's I'm that's why I'm getting Invisalign now because my teeth were like so perfect after when i got my braces like literally like people would ask me all the time like are your teeth real like like are those are those veneers no seriously, <laughs> veneers they, just, they, they look like so <laughs> perfect but i kept losing my retainers so they uh, do. they're not as good as they were but so i want to get invisalign just to um 
get them back the way they were, you know. But uh, yeah, so um, I, you know, there's but I, there's always problems in that back area, and I had been using Boca, you know, and the last time I went to the dentist, they weren't able to use, they weren't able to do the X-ray because that was when the pandemic like was just going on, and they were still trying to figure out what they were going were and weren't able to do, you know, so. Um, they didn't do an x-ray so I'm like oh boy I'm sure the next time I come here like it's gonna be real bad because they're not even able to check and see how it's gonna be but last month I had uh, my dentist appointment and she said it literally like that the problems like reverse she was like it looks totally fine like nothing nothing ever happened you know and I'm like because you're, you're still young well, and well, it's moving. Well, not even that, but not even that when it comes to, like, moving the, the teeth moving, but just, like, the, like the, when I say problems, like, cavities and stuff and decay, like, there was always decay back there. Oh, like, of course. Or some signs of it. And every time I went, they were like, oh, oh we have to watch the area. We have to watch the area. And the last time I went, the, two times ago when I went, wow. they couldn't scan. They couldn't do the scan to see, to take the x-ray to see because uh, uh, the pandemic had just, just started out. And then last time I went, which was last month, they were like, it yeah, literally looks fine back here. Like nothing happened. And she was like, we know this is normally a problem area, but like, I, I don't know, whatever you're doing, keep doing it because it, it literally looks perfect. Like nothing's wrong. And the toothpaste, yeah. Since the toothpaste, the toothpaste is has, doing it. The toothpaste has this mineral oh, wow. that, like, strengthens your teeth. And so, Break it yeah, down. it just, like, I guess overusing it consistently, you know, that my teeth just kept getting, like, better and better and better. And now they're, like, literally, it looks like nothing happened back Great. there. And I'm, like, literally every single time I came to the dentist, they would say, like, all right, we got to wash the area. We got to wash the area. Like, make sure you're flossing. Like, make sure this. And, that. and now they're, like, it looks great. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm using this toothpaste for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you feel like you're not doing something right, but then they'll tell you. Because for some reason, um, I, bruise my, I bruise my gum so often. I don't know, like, mm. it's so sensitive or what. But then I was so curious to find out, like, if I have, mm. like, a gum, like, issue or whatever. Without, like, asking them, you know, when I went to my appointment... Um, the hygienist was saying, oh, my God, your gum is so healthy. Keep flossing. I'm like, but mm. I've been flossing for so long. But I wanted them to tell yeah. me that without me asking. And then I said to him, well, I've been bruising my gum a lot. And it was like, oh, it's normal. But for some reason, I felt like something was wrong. You know, when you feel like mm-hmm. you want to diagnose yourself <laughs> for some stupid reason, that was me. And always me, always diagnosing myself, yeah. which is never a good thing. You know, so I I have to check that toothpaste out for sure, um, and see how it works. I'm pretty sure yeah, they're yeah, online. They're, yeah, they're, you know, everything's that's online now. So I just ordered two of everything. Like I ordered the two of the toothpaste and two of the toothbrushes too, because I like the toothbrush a lot too. Yeah. Oh, I think I seen you posted it a few times, but yeah, um, I will definitely check that out and see how how best it works for me. But Ooh. I want to move back to business a little bit because I love business. But I just want to ask you, um, what are the biggest mistakes, if any, that you made um, in your Ooh, business? Uh, well, uh, in the beginning, um, not uh, focusing on profit. Um, I didn't really, wow. I didn't really understand it all that much. And so, like, there was a point in time where I was losing money, like, with every sale, I was losing money because I just no way. like I didn't really think about that. I just saw sales coming in. I'm like, great, but like I was like in my <laughs> head, like the, I was, I had priced the candles like super cheap to the point where I was barely making anything, and then 
Like it was still profiting after no the sale, after the sale straight away, but like I was barely making anything. But then I was giving doing free shipping, and like that was literally eating me up. A oh lot. no! And so literally with every order, I was losing money, and I just thought I was doing great because I was getting sales, you know. But like I was literally like losing money every single sale, like, <laughs> and that was so I didn't I didn't know. So I you know just kept going, and then somebody sat down with me and like ran my numbers, and they were like you're losing money like with every sale like you know and i was like oh, oh shoot so then you know made some changes and got you know that settled carried away and now and even then i still was like scared to like i didn't i don't want it to be too expensive or i don't want people to you know go away because of shipping or whatever and yeah like, you're you thinking about the people in everybody yeah. else's wallet you know like and so i was like yeah so now that is so now, true it's doing great okay um, the margins are great. Everything's great. And it gives me so much room I'm to I'm so grow, happy for you, know? you. Because if you're not making any money, like, what are you going to... Yeah. You can't grow, you know? Like, you can't... There's, don't, you don't have more money to put into it to, to help it grow. So, yeah. Now that's um, solved. But I see a lot of entrepreneurs do that. Like, I'll look at a new business and someone will have their website up and they'll be selling lip glosses for $3. And I'm like, there's no way at all you're making a profit selling your product for three dollars, you know, or someone will start a hair care line and sell them, I know. you know, products for five dollars. It's like, I don't think you're making anything off of that. Like, but you know, it's like you just don't when you when you it's first crazy. start, you just think like, oh, especially when you start young, you know, you just be thinking like, oh, I don't want, you know, <laughs> I don't want people to not say it's too expensive or not buy it or whatever and that was a big mistake that i made a lot in the beginning um but you know like i said i had yeah you gotta put the price on it man help me look at the numbers and then i was like oh you know and so that was a big mistake um that i made in the beginning you know the other one like i mentioned before not asking for help Yeah, those are two huge mistakes. Those are some big old speed bumps that you will never get over mm -hmm. really quickly. So, but yeah. you know what I always said, Kobe, and I want you to take this. I know you're gonna take it. Um, it, it is. I always say, do not discount your talent. Never discount your talent. Cause guess what? If I don't feel like buying candles for fifty dollars, if you're selling for fifty dollars. Trust me, there are 50 exactly. more people who are going to buy exactly. the dollars because they love candles. You know what I mean? So when I was purchasing my candles, I asked somebody, no, somebody asked me how much they were. And I told them, and I was like, oh, my God, you're buying candles for that price? Um, You should never buy candles for so much money. I was like, you know what? I'm going to support this guy because I feel like it's a good thing because, number one, he's doing well for himself. Number one, he's very young and I want to support him. And number two, it's a global pandemic and we mm -hmm. have to support our own. And also, I'm like, I'm very interesting. These candles are what I want. So what I need. So why would I go to somewhere else to get it when I need these? I can't find it anywhere else. So never discount your talent and don't try to be in everybody's wallet. I'm so yeah. happy that you got over those two hurdles. And I can tell you they were very hard to like get over. I've seen this girl in California selling like eyelashes and stuff like that. And I was so curious. Can she always advertise free shipping? And I'm like, does she does she sell anything else? And she's selling like five dollars. Yes. Four dollars. And I'm like, <laughs> and she having like percentage. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because you know what? The type of person that I am, because I have like an 
uh, a business mm-hmm. mindset from from a long time. I definitely go and check out other people's business to see if they ship to my country, how much discount are, and all of that. So I went on her site. I select mm-hmm. two lashes as if I'm gonna buy them, and like add them to my car just to see if they'll ship to Canada. And they're actually shipping to Canada, yeah. and I'm like, girl, how do you do that? And you're not charging more. <laughs> it's crazy. It is really crazy to think of that people are actually discounting their talent. And I'm not saying you can't give a little discount you here and there, but like only do that when you're able to do so. Don't force yourself to do that just now because the people want that. That's where you the people exactly. want to support the you, thing too, they'll like support the you without the discount. A business is to make money. And you're not making any, you know? Like, even with the last exactly. Yeah, I know last year's small and you're cheap to ship, but you're paying at least two, three dollars. If you're you're getting five dollars from the yep. customer and you're paying two dollars to ship, that doesn't include the cost of your goods plus packaging, all that stuff. I'm like, you're definitely probably losing, you know? No. No, I actually feel stupid yeah. saying that right. because it's unbelievable. Like, in the beginning, it's like you just I don't know, you just don't think of it. I know I didn't. I was just like, I got a sale. Woo! You know, and you feel like you know it's going great when really yeah, we feel like literally losing money. I'm a business owner. Woo! <laughs> that is crazy. Um, Kobe, um, I just wanna ask you, um, what are some of the myths, the myths out there that you know of or heard of that you think are stopping people from achieving their dream, their goal? Um Make, starting their own business and stuff like that, especially people around our age. Yeah. That um, listen to well, the there's, there's they say. two main <laughs> ones that um, kind of, uh, like, were kind of big, hard for me to learn, but uh, not say hard for me to learn, but they were just surprising because of what everybody says, you know? So the first one is, um, the first one is, uh, like, that it's, it's easy because it's online. That cannot be farther from the truth. And when I tell you, there's so wow. much work and like so much going on, you know, and, and <laughs> a lot of, you know, or, or like people will, and I, I'm guilty of this. You buy a course or something, or somebody's going to teach you how to do this. And you feel like, because I bought the course, like I'm going to get the results, but it's like, no, you feel like the course is the answer to the this problem that you're having, which is I want to make more money or I want to start a business or whatever. But it's like, the course is not the answer. The course is just going to guide you to the work is going to tell you what to do, but you have to do the work. And I've yep. been guilty of this. I bought a course and now I just feel like I watched the course and now I just feel <laughs> great, but you're not getting any results, but you just feel like you're being so successful now because you bought this course. It's like, no, that doesn't mean anything. You know, like if you didn't do anything with it, it doesn't mean anything. And I've spent, unfortunately, thousands of dollars buy, pay, buying courses <laughs> over the years and not doing anything with them, you know? And that was... Yeah, and that was a big like slap. You did that for me of like, dude, how wow. much money have you really spent on buying wow. these courses and you didn't do anything with it? It's not like the courses are good. You just didn't do the work, you know? And and that, that was that was a big <laughs> like slap in the face for me where I'm like, okay, if I'm gonna buy this course, like I'm gonna do what whatever they're telling me to do. So that that was a big one. It's just like realizing like it's work, you know. Uh the other thing is um i think it it's so normal now for people to like glamorize like hustle and like working hard but it's ugly and it's hard you know 
like it is, and like if people say like oh, it is very you ugly. know I'm grinding whatever da, 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 and like that looks cool and stuff, but like if you're really grinding, like it's not that fun, you know. <laughs> like it's like it's, it's like, you know, and it's like you just you, <laughs> it you, is you start to associate or as I did start to associate like grinding and working hard with like looking like you're grinding and working hard but not really doing it you know because it's fun to look like it you know and so it's like you post like you're up at 3 a.m and you post the story like i'm grinding and you're really sitting watching youtube videos you know but you like switch to your your you know email or something and like take a picture and you're like i'm grinding you know and it's like no dude if you're grinding like you probably wouldn't be posting that you're grinding right now i know me personally like if you go on my story right now i only have one story up because i've been working like i've been busy you know i'm busy working and i come you make me laugh so hard it's not even funny you know because i'm like dude like I, I, you know, would see people talking about grinding and doing all, all this and all that and all that. And I'm like, and I'm feeling good because I'm up late. Like, I'm like, all this stuff. I'm not doing anything, you know? And it's like, <laughs> I finally, like, was like, I finally was like, okay, I'm just going to like disconnect from all of that BS. And I'm just going to, like, figure out what do I need to do to actually get results and do it. And then I realized, like, oh, this is that cute. Like, this is, like, sitting on my computer, you know, uh, dialing away at something or you know writing a marketing plan or like all this stuff is boring it's boring you know like it is not fun it's not cute it's not cool it's like i mean it's i guess it's honorable you know but it's not fun you know and it's like there's a lot of that stuff where it just seems like you know all these people who are like oh yeah hustling grinding and all that stuff like yes kudos to the people who are but it's not that cute like we're selling it like it's cute and it's not you know it's very ugly and very boring most of the time. It is not. But no, I've been there before. It, yeah. It's not. Like I'm it, like, I wouldn't it really isn't, but it. you made it sound you know? so funny. Yeah. Yeah, those like the main main ones. You break it down so funny. Like, it's, if you have a business, focus on your profit. Like yeah. is it so important? Yeah. Yeah, Hello. I, I love it. So, um, I know you're very young. I like to say that you're in, you're doing university right now, and you're doing YouTube. When you started, your you have your full time candle company. Um, are you working for some? I don't. Well, I think you said you quit your both your you quit your job, so you don't you're not working for anyone. So, how do you find the balance between doing YouTube, being an influencer, and also doing your own business? Kobe.
Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Be bold, be brave, be beautiful. Express yourself with Darlene's Jewelry today. Head over to www.darlene'sjewelry.com. That is www.darlene'sjewelry.com. And express yourself with multiple pieces on bracelets, necklaces, earrings, all custom made designed for you. Express yourself today with Darlene's Jewelry. Enter promo code IKE for 10% off. That is IKE for 10% off. Express yourself with Darlene's Jewelry today. Welcome back, guys. Today, we are speaking with Kobe Lomax. Kobe is the founder of Arden Candle and the CEO of Curly Hair, among so many other things. Kobe, welcome back to the show. Do you have any tips or any insights for people who want to start their own business? Um, yeah, so one will be um, solve a problem. Um, there's everybody has problems, you know, and uh, yeah, tell you to solve them. So um, that would be uh, one big thing that I would um, recommend or suggest is solve problems. Um, another tip: focus on profit. This extremely, 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 extremely important. Um, another really good tip that um, I thought was normal, but come to find out it's not really. But I do this: is um, find a champion. And so the way this kind of works is find somebody, whatever you want to do in your life, right? Find somebody who is doing that, has done that, um, mm-hmm. and like study them, you know, like literally yeah. put on their post notifications, watch everything they do, take yep. notes, like literally, because it's like, they're giving you the blueprint. You might not be able to like actually talk to them. You might not be able to actually, you know, get on the phone or meet up with them and ask them like, hey, how did you do this? How do you do that? But success leaves clues and you can study their every move and you can get like the blueprint of what to do. And yes, you don't get all the behind the scenes, but you get a lot. And, you know, it's like you get a lot of pieces that you can then pull pieces of the puzzle together to be like, "Mm, this is how I do this or this is my right that's huge that's a huge piece of advice that i I don't know i feel like it just kind of came natural to me but um yeah i do it all the time and it like helps a lot with just like kind of knowing like how to move or what your next steps should be or you know right i agree with the the, the, the i I always do it and i thought go ahead oh yeah yeah that's important yeah but yeah that's the like finding your champion um, that's been a big one. And then also too, when you're feeling lazy or like you need some motivation, <laughs> you can always go watch them, whoever that person is, or sometimes it's several people. Like I have a couple, mm-hmm. um, you can, you know, go watch them or listen to their podcast. Like, uh, if they ever did an interview, like read the, read the articles that they, you know, if they were in an interview or something like that, like just find anything you can about them and just like really study those people, um, and yeah, it helps a lot and it also can motivate you to or like inspire you, you know. Yeah, and exercise the mind. Um and don't be a lazy bug. <laughs> so um <laughs> I, I yeah, I was saying I agree with everything you just said, especially, especially the profit. Like that's why you're in business anyways, to get some profit. <laughs> exactly. So don't sleep on your profit because you're gonna end up losing. Um, 
but I also want to ask you um, quickly before we wrap up, Kobe, do, do we need a business plan? I remember when I was in college, a business plan was a, was a thing. And we had this actual program called Entre- Introduction to Entrepreneurship, where you have to submit an actual business plan and to see if your business would be qualified for a loan should you try to start a business. Um, if you're going to start a business for yourself, like, you know, like your your candle company that you started, do you needed a business plan at the time? Do we need one? Well, so this is what I would say. You need to have some type of plan. However, it doesn't need to be a formal right. written out 11 page <laughs> plan. You know, the only people who are reading those are banks. If you so if you need a loan, if you need to go to a bank and say, hey, I'm starting this business, I need $50,000. You know, if you need a loan, then yes, you need one because that's what they're going to ask you for. And that's how they're going to make the decision on whether or not they're going to give you the money to start your business. So banks read, be, read formal business. Plans. Right. If you need, a, if you are going to a bank to get a loan, yes, you need a formal business plan. If not, like if you're bootstrapping it or if you're, you know, uh, for those who don't know bootstrapping is just like taking whatever you have and just like growing it upon that. That's exactly what I do. That's me right now. Literally so me. Started with two runs. Yeah. Started with 200 bucks and just kept, you know, growing as, as I could. If you're bootstrapping it or if you have your own, like maybe you saved up, like I have a friend, she saved up you know, from her, from her, um, she had a YouTube channel and she just saved up 10, 10 K and that was what she was started business. If you're like self-funding it or bootstrapping it or whatever, you don't like, you don't need a formal plan like that. You do need to have a plan, but it can just literally be you writing down. All right. Um, so this is my, this is what I'm doing for marketing. I'm going to do this. 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 Well, you know, I'm going to post two times a day on Instagram. I'm going to, you know, do this with influencers. I'm going to, you know, post every day on Twitter. Like, you know, you have a plan, like, what are you going to do? But it doesn't need to be so formal, 11 page MLA, MLA format, you know, typed out typos gone. Like, you know, yeah, you, need, you don't know what you're doing, but you don't need a formal business plan unless you're going to a bank. I know. I remember when I was writing my business plan um, when I was in college, I was like, who need this anyways? <laughs> But, yeah, and it's like literally right now, who needed who needs this anyways? Because I, like I told you earlier, I just started my business this week, and I needed no business plan to start my business. And I also feel mm-hmm. like if I needed a loan, I wouldn't need one based on the business that I started. And I'll tell you more; you'll hear more of this on Instagram and so on. I mm-hmm. th- there, I had the option to like get a loan, um, and they didn't need one. I just feel like a lot of things that 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 was in my era like you know like i graduated like many years ago (laughs) and Mm -hmm. i just feel like those are things of the past like certain things are things of the past i don't use them anymore and it was very stressful to actually write the business plan like i know what i want to do i have an idea of how to get the, the money i wanted via saving or getting it from a family member, paying it back or something at the store. Why do I need to write mm-hmm. the business plan 12 pages to submit to say, yeah, exactly. I'm qualified for this? Right. No. The fact that I'm yeah. doing a degree, the fact that I'm paying a tuition, it just shows that my parents have some amount of money or I have some amount of money. I'm not going to take your money and run with it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I thought it was yeah. just like crazy that they asked for that. But thankfully, you never needed one. I don't need one. And I just hope that anybody who actually need one, just do it the right way. <laughs> and if you have any issues mm-hmm. with, with writing one, maybe come see me because I kind of have like, you know, a little bit of knowledge in that field. 
So um, final yeah. question, Kobe. Um, how do you balance your personal life between YouTube, influencing, and operating your full-time business? Um, it's definitely hard. It's definitely very hard. And um, uh, uh, something that my friend uh, Danielle tells me is um, nothing ever stays in perfect balance. Like you think about like the the like if you think about like even the um what am I trying to say uh like even in nature you know like there's a season where the leaves fall off the tree you know and there's a season where the leaves are on the tree you know like there's like so many like the cycles you know and so the key is just like maintaining um inner you know inside yourself just staying like stable, you know, and that's where all that inner work that I was talking about before, like talking to yourself, checking in with yourself, like, you know, stay, being like, okay, you know, I'm good. I feel good. I'm, I'm good. And if I don't like fix it, all that really kind of helps because then what ends up happening is at, when it comes to like the, the things that you have to do, like for me with, you know, YouTube and school and, and my business and all that kind of stuff, it's like, you just end up prioritizing like you know you have a certain hours of 24 hours in a day you know and you know you have 365 days in a year and it's just like <laughs> okay i just need to prioritize like what's more important to me right now you know for me yeah. right now especially with art and candle because it recently just kind of exploded on tiktok i'm like okay this is my guy seen that right <laughs> yeah so i dropped some classes um you know i haven't uploaded a youtube video in a while I'm hoping to get one up today, but I haven't uploaded a YouTube video in a while because right now my prior like my priority and all my time and energy is going towards my business because it needs that right now. You know, yeah. maybe five months from now things will slow down a little bit, or maybe I'll have some employees who can help me, so I don't have to be doing as much, and then I right. have a little bit more time. And I can say, okay, now I can you know maybe get some videos, get back on my regular video schedule. But it's all just like you know. It's like looking at it's keeping yourself stable, you know, because one thing that can easy, very easily happen is when you have all these things going on, it's like you just get stressed out because you have too much, but then you're not getting anything done. You know, it's like doing one thing is more better than doing nothing. Yeah. You're stressed out and overwhelmed because you have so much going on, you know, so it's like constantly doing that inner work of like, okay, I'm good. I'm okay. I have this many hours in the day. Let me just fit, choose what's most important right now and just do that because that's all I can do. I can't make more hours. You know, I can't, I can't, you know, <laughs> I just have to work with what I have, you know? And I feel like that's like the key is like keeping yourself together and then just looking at taking a real objective look at everything you have going on and just prioritizing. Absolutely. Like everything doesn't get done, you know, everything does not get done, but you just choose the most important things and do those. And just move, move in sequence. I, I agree with that. That's kind of how I set up my life, too, because if it's not so important, you're going to take five hours to do it anyways, when you could have spent that five hours doing the most important um, part of your day and you end up losing, uh -huh. you know, a lot for something that's not worth so yep. much. Um, so I get it. And I thank mm -hmm. you so, so much, Kobe, for giving all those tips. Thank you for sharing your story. And I wish you all the very best. I cannot wait to see the day when there is like a location in my country. <laughs> yeah yeah so thank you so much for today and enjoy the rest of your day okay all right no problem same to you thank you bye
And there you have it, guys. That was Kobe Lomax. You can find him on Instagram and YouTube at Kobe Lomax. That is K-O-B-Y-L-O-M-A-X on Instagram and YouTube. Be sure to check out his business page on Instagram as well at A-R-D-E-N-T-C-A-N-D-L. That is A-R-D-E-N-T-C-A-N-D-L on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'll catch you guys next week. Stay safe. Bye.